Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought was possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love and happiness and laughter. So let's get started. Well, hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is on new beginnings, and it's going to be incredibly powerful for you if after your autoimmune or cancer diagnosis, do you feel like you have this tug inside of you, right? This this kind of tugging, like, like there's something more to life than just being sick, but you're not sure what that is, right? So this episode is for you. And in last week's episode, I mentioned um, one of my biggest life transitions was when I was forced to resign from my six-figure dream job. And today I'm going to open up and share some things about my past and my career, actually, that I've never shared before, and also reveal why I've been making some of these changes with Pink Fortitude that some of you may have noticed. So, uh, so yeah, so let's get started. Um, but let's start kind of back at the beginning, back in um, uh, 1988, 1989, give or take, um, I took a psychology class and it was my senior year in high school. And I was literally beyond captivated with how the brain works and how the brain influences our behavior. And it was because of that class that I decided that I wanted to work for the FBI and catch serial killers. Note that this was actually two years before Silence of the Lambs came out. So, um, yeah, so this was my dream. But I was just, I was too scared to chase it. I was just a small town girl. I mean, who am I to work for the FBI? Um, so, but I did actually major in psychology in college. And then my subsequent career choice was in human resources and recruiting. And I spent 10 years in that field and then transitioned to project management. And after 9-11 happened, my priorities changed. And I was the the quintessential overachiever. And now I had this soul-driven, deeper calling. I wasn't in a position to join the military. It just wasn't for me. But I wanted to serve my country and, and serve my country in my own way. So I joined the ranks of government service. And I stood up at my right hand and I said the oath of office. I, Holly Bertone, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, da, 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 and will faithfully, faithfully discharge the duties in the office on which I'm about to enter. So help me God, right? It was, it was a really big deal. I held a top secret clearance and I worked, for, again, for one of those three-letter government agencies they make TV shows about, as I, as I like to call it, for 13 years. I served my country in this manner, and um, I was appointed to a chief of staff position, which is the highest management uh, level before you get to executive service. I was only 37 uh, when, when I was promoted to this, and I, I had so much pride working for this organization and supporting the mission. But in 2010, everything changed. I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. And then a year later with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is autoimmune disease. And for the first few years, my management team, they just, they did everything that they could to help and support me through the process. I mean, they, they were the best. I was able to be productive. I had flexible hours. 
there were no issues at all. But then over the years, that fatigue, it just, despite anything I was trying, it got worse. It didn't get better. And in 2017, my health hit a crisis level again. The new management team, I called them the mean girls. They came in like a wrecking ball. I had completed all the official paperwork and the family medical leave, um, the, the law in the United States that, that protects when you're sick or taking care of someone who's sick. But they wanted nothing to do with me being sick or having to take time off. They said, drink more coffee or take a pill or I'm, I'm tired too. Just get over it or you're lazy or you're faking it. And I won't get into all the gory details, but I don't know how they did it. They figured out a way to illegally rescind my leave and they blocked any move to transfer. And I was pretty much left with one option. That was to resign. And, and this wasn't, this wasn't just my dream job. Like I was making a very comfortable six figure salary, but I was stuck and I was sick. I couldn't function at home. I couldn't function at work. I felt betrayed. I just, I felt like a failure. And I, I felt like I was all alone and I wasn't being supported and I didn't know what else to do. So um, lots of uh, difficult conversations, lots of tears. And Carter and I decided to make the big decision that it's time to resign to take care of my health. And in doing so, our income was immediately cut in half, which living in the DC metro area, I mean, it was, it was devastating. But it was the only choice I had. Like, this was my turning point. And at some point, I just kind of realized, just like everything else leading up to this, when this huge door closed, it opened up a world of possibilities. And I was able to grow Pink Fortitude from this, you know, cute little hobby blog to a legitimate business. And all while being able to rest and, um, you know, whenever I needed to and take care of my health. And at the time, um, and, and, you know, and, and also take care of my family. But at the time, uh, Aiden was in seventh grade. So I was there every single morning to drive him to school, actually up until the pandemic. And then, you know, when he went back and got a driver's license, a car, the whole thing. Right. But for all of those years, I was able to drive him to school like that was such a gift to cherish like those moments in the car together and picking random, you know, songs on the playlist and singing. But being, being a healthy lifestyle blogger and serving my Pink Fortitude community, it, it was a lot of fun. But, but here's the weird thing. It, after a few years, it just kind of felt like I was on this, this train where I was the passenger and not the conductor. And I felt like I was just going along with what everyone else was doing. And I felt like something was missing, but I didn't know what that was. And I knew that Pink Fortitude was here for a reason. Like I knew this is my mission to be able to serve my community of women with autoimmune or cancer. But I also knew that something was missing. And I just started listening. I just started, I had that space. I just, I wanted to be open, right, to, to the answer. And a lot of prayers well. And I kept hearing 
over and over and over again from my community about how you love the idea and the concept of gratitude. Because I, I had been practicing it, I had been talking about it and, you know, and sharing it. And, you know, I just kept hearing over and over again, you love the concept of gratitude, you just can't get it to work. Like you couldn't get it to stick. And then I did a survey and what I found was 75% said that this was your biggest struggle with gratitude. It's, you know, things like, I try to come up with a few grateful thoughts every day. I know I should write them down, but I just don't, I just don't get around to it. Or gratitude lists have never worked for me. Or I do logically know that I have a lot to be grateful for, but it seems that every time I start to gain any positivity, something negative happens and it just beats down all those pop, all those thoughts. And it really got me thinking, why is it so hard for individuals with cancer or autoimmune or some other type of health challenges? Why is it so difficult for people like us, for people like you and me to make gratitude a lasting practice, especially when our hearts are open to it and we really want it to work? Why does gratitude fail us? And especially when gratitude is what we need the most in life and it's free. And at that point, I was already full on in my gratitude practice, but I knew it was important to hit the pause button and go back to the root cause. And I was a huge fan of James Wedmore and his Mind Your Business podcast and the Wedmore Woo. And you've probably heard me talk about him before, but it was at this time that he started talking about nailing your niche. And I had always heard the riches are in the niches, right? But it just, it made me roll my eyes, right? The riches are in the niches. But there was this tug and I can't explain it. It's like this quiet whisper, deep, deep, deep down in my soul. And I knew I needed to pay attention. The riches are in the niches. And all of a sudden, it started to have new meaning for me. All of a sudden, like my, I was alert and my eyes were open. And I knew that something was missing for pink fortitude. I didn't know what that was. And I didn't know if this niche thing would get me there. But it was, it was tugging. It was, it was knocking. And last spring, I took the Nail Your Niche Masterclass. There was a break. I remember there was a break in the workshop and we were supposed to just start just writing some draft and writing down some ideas and nailing our niche. It took me all of 10 minutes. Gratitude is the best way to build fortitude during the storms of life. Boom, there it is. That one single sentence incorporates everything that I stand for and everything that Pink Fortitude stands for. And once I started nailing my niche, the vision started to come together. And I knew that Pink Fortitude was going to go through this metamorphosis, even though, even though at the time, like, I didn't know what that meant yet. And I wasn't sure if the metamorphosis was going to be big or small or what all was involved. I just laid it all before God and put my entire heart out there. And I knew I was on the right path. So let me ask you, have you been there before? Like, either in that place where you wanted to start a business or maybe have the side hustle and are trying to grow your business and it's just not getting traction. Have you just, have you laid it all down and open yourself up? Over the last year, Pink Fortitude's gone through some changes and I appreciate all of the kind words um, from, from you. Have you, you've been on this journey with me. And the majority of the comments were like, you're doing a little something different. And I don't know what it is, but I really like it. 
that's 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 totally cool. For most of you, you may not have even noticed. And and it's because it's kind of been gradual and that's okay too, right? I just I feel like everything in my life has led me to this point. Like all of this has come together. Like God has put me on this path and this has all come together in divine province. And and this past year, I just I took all of these pieces and started putting it together. My psychology degree, my 15 years of project management experience and training, 10 years of dealing with 10 plus years of dealing with cancer and autoimmune, seven plus years of studying natural health, five plus years of studying gratitude. Here we are. I created a very specialized and unique approach to help you build a gratitude practice on your own terms and get it to stick and build fortitude and strength and resilience in the process. And my students in the Gratitude Lab are seeing transformations that are genuinely changing their lives. And that's what it's all about. It's this, this feeling of, of completeness, like I'm in the right place doing the right thing with the right people. Like this is God's path for me. And you are my people. And I couldn't be more excited to be on this journey with you. And I'm just kind of wondering, what's stirring inside of you right now? Like, what part of the story resonates with you the most? And are you excited about transforming your life with the power of gratitude? Do you have the same kind of tug going on, knowing that you want to get out of the rut and, and build and scale your own business by your own design? Your vision doesn't lie to you, but it's up to you to take that leap of faith and make it happen. Because when you do, this is freedom. Regardless of what path you join me on, I look forward to taking those next steps with you. And I'm excited for you. I believe in you and I'm cheering for you. There are a lot of great resources um, in the show notes below. So start with the one that resonates with you the most. All right. So that wraps up today's episode on new beginnings. A lot to unpack. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I'll see you next week.